Three, two, one, go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Simply Sid and Bree. I am Sid. And I am Bree. And this week we are joined by the Lipstick Den podcast, um, a group of ladies that are here to help us talk about colorism. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Well, I'm Sarah, you guys, the Lipstick Den. And uh, yeah, that's me. I'm Crystal. Where are you at? Hey, y'all, I'm Kiara. What's up? Hi, <laughs> I'm Shan. Popping. What's up? Yeah, we are the lipstick to head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we are the lipstick to <laughs> So, yeah, like we said, we're going to tackle colorism today. Um, all the ladies that are on today are of different shades of the melanin spectrum and we've all had different experiences um so yeah we gonna jump on in <laughs> so within the color colorism spectrum um some of the things that this is crystal talking um that i've experienced is i have kind of i feel like i had a, a double negative but i won't speak on the second one but i am on the lighter skin i get called the white girl a lot um definitely a black person but even to this day even my friends and damn the lipstick then my group of girls they'll call me the white girl oh you're just the white one um clear clear you know, <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I don't take offense to it because it's them. But when it's when I'm in a different element of around different people and we're talking about our culture, then, yes, I kind of get offended by it. Yeah, same. So me, Sid, <laughs> I'm um, lighter skin as well. And I am actually biracial. My mom is black and my dad is white. And so it's always been kind of the same thing. Like those names of like piss color or light bright <laughs> or those kind of things that um, the darker skinned black people would call me. And I always felt like I didn't really fully fit into the black community because I was light skinned. So, yeah. Um, so I'll go ahead and jump in because I feel like Sarah and I are kind of middle of the palette. Um, and so I think for me personally, like I've never been called piss color or light bright. Um, however, um, I've never like had like the you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. For me personally, I think just what I've experienced is trying to stay the color that I am because I don't want to go to the darker palette. Um, so, you know, like things like, oh, I don't want to be in the sun for too long. I don't want to get darker or anything like that. Like I have just the right amount or if I was to be darker than what I am now, then my experience might change from uh, my positive or neutral um perspective that I get to a darker perspective if I 
was to be in the sun or was to get darker so that like, oh, I'm in a safe space and I need to fight to stay here, I think is what I've experienced. And I'll let Sarah jump in and um, just kind of explain if that's what she's experienced as well, kind of being yeah. in the middle. So for me, I've always been called the red bone. Um, I always be like, I'm caramel. Don't change my skin tone. But um, I've always been in the confusing part of the color palette. I'm confused. I don't know if I want to be more towards the darker side. I don't know if I want to be more towards the lighter side. Um, we get both sides of things. And sometimes, um, you know, when you're going places and people are separating you by colorism, you're stuck in the middle. So it's kind of like, well, which way do you go? Do you pull? Oh, girl, you're not that dark. You're not part of the dark crew. Oh, girl, you're not that light. You ain't part with the light skin, you know? So it's kind of, it could be confusing too, being in the middle because <laughs> you're kind of felt like you're last sometimes. You're trying to figure out which way to go. Is there a way to go or you just stay in your skin and just be I think to piggyback off of what Sarah said of being in the middle, you feel one way or the other, depending on who you're with. Because I can say when I'm with Sid, I feel like the dark skin girl. However, when I'm with maybe like Kiara, I'm going to feel more like the lighter skin one. Um, and that's just kind of like one of, I guess, the downfalls of being in the middle is you can very easily feel one way or the other based on mm -hmm. if you're with a lightly melanated person or a heavily melanated person, um, then you kind of become that, the opposite of whatever you're around. Until yeah. someone lighter or darker comes in and then I'm back to being in the middle. <laughs> My bad, I'm a meter now. Um, I'm not nowhere in the middle, I'm definitely chocolate. Um, I'm on the darker spectrum, but I can honestly say I've never been like offended or like insecure or uncomfortable or not happy um, in my skin. Um, I have heard, well, I have personally never gotten the whole you're pretty for a dark skin girl. I've no one's literally ever in life told me that. I've seen people talk about it, of course, like on social media and things like that. Um, but I've never personally experienced that anytime anybody has spoke about my skin is the, oh, you chocolate. So it's kind of like the, I kind of get the people who kind of fetish, fetishize, is that how y'all say it? Fetish, fetishize, 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 fetishize after chocolate skin. That kind of make me feel weird a little bit, just kind of like how some men may fetishize after like, bigger women like that's kind of weird to me it kind of made me feel uncomfortable type shit but um I know for me personally when it does come to the whole colorism thing one thing that does irritate me or makes me feel some type of way is when people fetishize about the skin tone of their kids I hate that with passion um especially within the black community because I feel like we do range from all type of skin tones. You can have two darker skinned people that can make a lighter skin baby. So to me, this is just my perspective and my understanding of it. I don't know why some people are just so hell bent on having light skinned kids with colored eyes. Or mixed kids. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like what's wrong with the chocolate baby? But if I should tell... If I could tune in on that, that goes back to 
like men wanting a lighter woman or like for me, go back to me being confused. When you have a man who wants either a lighter woman because they like light women are more prettier or a white woman. Or um, I've heard men be like, oh, I just want me a chocolate girl, like a real chocolate. So it can be confusing because I have found myself younger being like, damn, I'm just in the middle. So am I not too, I'm not too light, I'm not too dark. Am I even pretty enough? Like to be able to get this type of person, this guy or whatever. So um, I do hear that a lot when people come and talk about their kids because they're like, oh, we want mixed kids with the good hair is what they say, right? Um, or we want kids that have long hair. And it's just the whole nine. It's, it's irritating. For me, Shan, I know I like, I wanted my daughter Nyjah to have some good hair because, you know, mama and my family, I was like, oh, because your hair is so thick. It's just so thick. It's just, oh, it's tangled. It's tangled so easily. So for me, it was more so I want maybe to have some good hair. So that way ain't nobody talking about her or she don't feel insecure about her hair because it's too thick or it's too coarse or she need a perm when she don't really need it. So that would be, it was nobody like personally talking about me like that, but that's kind of where it's I was, still, how I felt. It still bled out. Yes. Into, yeah, into your, I get, yes, I get what you're saying mm-hmm. when it comes to your baby. But as far as her skin tone, I didn't care. She could have came out chocolate, light skin. I mean, she came out light, but it didn't matter <laughs> so to answer you from my perspective um i have a lighter do- daughter and i think i was the same as crystal where i didn't care what color she came out um but i did find myself especially being a young mom um when she did come out light skin trying to preserve her light skinnedness mm-hmm. i know what you're trying to say as far as like, you've been in the sun too long mm-hmm. coming to the house <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> um, coming from Kiara, y'all said that. Um, I've actually never, I've never experienced being called I'm pretty for a dark skin girl until I moved to Texas. I've never ever heard of that until I moved to Texas. Um, where I'm from, from Detroit, is a very mixture of light and dark. It's pretty much people just like what they like. It's not particularly if you're light skin or if you're dark skin. It's really push, pretty much like your vibe. I really not. It's such a like growing up. I actually want to be darker than what I am. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I even when I have my kids, my everybody in my family, the girls are darker than me, and their hair is just gorgeous, and their hair is really long, and the complexion is so pretty, and it's so smooth, and it's so vibrant. And so when I was a lighter chocolate, I'm like, yeah, I just knew. Where's my melanin? I actually want to be darker. But when I hear other people and I was like, when I started making my friends, my other friends would say they actually want to be lighter and they actually want to be light skin and they were insecure. But I was the opposite. So I'm like, what is the difference in between the upbringing? I don't really think it's us. I feel like, I feel like it's our upbringing and the people that's around us that make us feel like that way. Mm-hmm. I agree because I know I've had friends around me like when I was in college, <laughs> I had a homegirl and she made a comment about this one female and she was like, she said something amongst the lines of, she not even all that, she only cute because she light skin. If she was chocolate, she'd be ugly. And Ooh, I've, I've, heard heard, a lot. I've heard people kind of spin that off in different ways, but that was how she put it. But I, I hear mm-hmm. that a lot. Yeah, me too. A lot, I think, a lot for me, a lot of it came back in school. 
high school, like high school times yeah. is when I start feeling like that as far as trying to see where I where I fit in as far as color. But as I became grown and start being around just amongst a lot of women and people in general, I definitely became way more confident in my skin. And um, that's when I start like boosting, not just myself, but other women around me regardless of the color they were. I think that all rooted from, like you said, when we was in school, music, the entertainment world. Um, yeah. It was, pushed, it was Yeah, red bone, light skin, five, five, like being too tall wasn't it. You had to be short with the nice color eyes. People was wearing contacts left and right just so they can Ew. look like the the person, the image the that color, was on the yes. song. I write it that air. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't read contact. I used to wear them color contacts. Yeah, me too. Oh my god! Oh my god! You can't tell and me nothing with like, my great so contacts. You got hazel eyes, and you'd be like, "Yeah, girl, throw your ass one. <laughs> <laughs> them yours. Yeah, yeah, I brought them. I just, I think it all stems from the insecurity, though. Like, shoot, to me, people that don't. To me, there's a difference between having a preference and just because I feel like being black and you know, you know, like where you come from. Because it's people like on the islands off the coast of Africa, and they're a hundred percent black, and they mm-hmm. have dark skin, blonde hair, colored eyes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you understand what it is to be black and where you come from, you should be able to accept everything that comes with it. And That's I feel true. like them people that that have preferences. In my opinion, I don't think that's a preference. I just feel like that's the insecurity that you're kind of but that also comes with the word preference. That also comes back from your upbringing within your household. At home. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of times, I mean, for instance, I have five brothers. I'm the only girl. My dad was very light-skinned, like bright, bright, bright. Okay. But my one of my closest brother, he is dark chocolate. Like mm-hmm. dark, dark chocolate. And he had a hard time having to deal with it because everybody else in the family was light and he was the only one that was super dark. And he was automatically the black sheep of the family. Not not on purpose, but because of he was different. That set him apart from the rest of the family. Can never understand that. I don't get that. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Like, I get what she's saying, but I just, I don't. I don't understand that. I'm not yet. Like like y'all was saying, like a lot of it stems from your family because I know I've heard from my own like brother that you can't do that. Like, aren't you too light skinned to be wearing African clothing or you know, like doing your hair like that? So it it does stem from family to begin with, um, and then I think it it trickles down to like kids in school and insecurities like you were saying like um a lot of what me and Brie were talking about is like I think between like the light skin and dark skin war it's like I've been burned or I've been insulted by someone of a different complexion so the the dark skin girls would say slick stuff to light skin girls right like call us names or whatever and vice versa and then it just kind of just went back and forth after you've had that bad experience. Um, you know what, Bri- You know what? I'm saying, Bri, Bri, I'm reading y'all names. <laughs> I'm reading y'all names. Said to go off of that, I remember my best friend, 
from like we've been best friends since like seventh grade, right? My first day of school, I remember. Actually, it's how we became best friends. So it was a group of girls. I'm sitting there minding my business. You know, this was silk press. If you wore silk press, your hair was laid. You know, you was shit. You know what I'm saying? So I had a silk press. My hair was laid. And this girl walked up to me. She put her hands in my hair. And she was like, oh, your hair pretty. And I kind of snatched my hair out of her head. Like, <laughs> when I did that, she nudged the back of my head, like, pushed me to dismiss me. Like, you know, forget you and your hair. Out of nowhere, my best friend came and snuck her out of nowhere. <laughs> I didn't even know her. It didn't matter. So I'm thinking when I when we started, when we got into it, I'm thinking that oh, I'm about to get jumped on my first day. So initiated what happened was the girl who originally came and touched my hair, my best friend had overheard the conversation was, which was she was she has pretty hair to be a black girl. She has pretty hair to be a dark skinned girl. So she already heard the conversation that I did not hear. So when everybody else came over there to kind of like, you know, swoop in the, to be the hero of, I really, you know, hero. I was going to take all of my, you know what I'm saying? But when she came over there to play hero, she overheard that. I was like, dang, I have never heard that before. But yeah, <laughs> it was. That one I have gotten. I mean, yeah, I think definitely in society, it's like, um, and I will even bring in white women to this. It's like, if you're white and you have long hair, no one questions if it's theirs or not. Um, but as exactly. soon as you hit a certain shade of the color palette, it has got to be. No <laughs> that, that much melanin produced that much hair. Like, mm-hmm. um, or yeah, or you're mixed. Um, and Sid and I had this conversation because to answer your question, um, Shan and Crystal, I think it does go back to an insecurity. Um, but for me personally, it was an insecurity that I didn't have. It was more given to me. So in school, like the lighter girls, um, you know, who were mixed with Hispanic, who were mixed with, um, you know, white or whatever it was, they kind of made it that that's what you had to be. And so for me, it was just like, okay, well, I don't have a white mom. I don't have a Hispanic dad. So kind of like the the narrative was like, I'm less than because I don't have what you're saying that it takes to be the standard of beauty or all of that or the it girl. Um, And I will even say like Sid and I became friends in my 20s. And it was like already in the back of my head of like, she's the pretty one and I'm the ugly one because she's mixed and I'm not. Um, and that was just something that was kind of given to me because when you are typically with like the mixed girls or the lighter skinned girls, um, you know, if you're not that, then they typically get the attention and you get like the dude that didn't nobody want, right? So Bree, I don't mean to cut you off. I just got a question so I can remember. So when you are having these questions or you was having these thoughts or things that were put in your head to make you question yourself, when you went home and you had those conversations with your parents, what did they instill in you or what did they tell you to make you feel like accepted or to make you feel like I fit in? You know what I'm saying? So I one, I did not have the conversation when I get I was just gonna home. ask that. Did let you me know? let me explain why. My mom is what you would consider a red bone. My mom is very light. 
her eyes were hazel and she was always complimented on it. So even me being her daughter, there was a distinct difference of like, this is your mother with these pretty green eyes with this light skin. She's five, four. Um, and I'm short, I'm four eleven. I never even was as tall as her. So it was not that my mom uh, wouldn't have, you know, made me feel better. Um, but I didn't go to her because I'm like, you look like what I'm te- what I'm being told that what I'm you're in, right for yeah. not looking like. And even in my family, even though I'm not by any means dark skin with my mom, it was it was like she had a dark skin child. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think what even got worse. So my middle sister is um, very dark skin. So it got a little bit easy because it was like, oh, like, Brie. She might be yours because this one real, you know, like she took a little heat <laughs> off. But then my youngest sister, again, is very, very yellow. Um, she has a, she has my mom's eyes. So then it's like this at home of like you have a sister and a mom who look like this. You don't look like this. Then you go to school. Your friends look like this. You don't look like this. So you basically felt like in the room really- feeling ugly. I got you. So you feel like ugly. <laughs> <laughs> on all like my mom had like curly hair uh, eyebrows that never needed art like she was just the standard right and then so how do I go to her and be like yo at the schoolhouse and in my room I feel ugly I feel ugly when I'm with you I feel ugly when I'm with my friends yeah she probably wasn't she wasn't gonna understand that Mm mm-mm I don't so know if there are times or if it's my bad, Sarah. No, go ahead. I was just saying to Kiara to answer your question. She didn't have no one to go home to to tell her any difference. Because she felt like they couldn't relate. Right. And I can, I can yeah. vouch for that because I didn't have that either. Yeah. And then I have like my great grandmother, but she's like on the other side where she um like her mom was part Indian. So even though she's darker, she's got like that bone straight hair, the high cheekbones. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm just really at home, like, okay, I don't I'm not dark with high cheekbones and long, straight, bold black hair, and I'm not light skinned with hazel eyes and curly. Like, where did y'all get me? Did <laughs> <laughs> you pick me up? No. <laughs> I think too some of that comes from I guess like if we take it back to school and growing up a lot of that I feel like it's just a a shallow mind frame a, a shallow outlook coming from a young mind because like I said I've personally never had an experience like as far as my skin tone goes but when I think back to when I was in middle school and high school um Everybody liked everybody. It wasn't really like no distinction on, oh, like, yeah, she yellow, she white, yeah, she bad. That's where I'm coming from, Shay. I'm over here to say <laughs> Yeah, like, it was some it was some ugly yellow bone girls in school. It was ugly. It was just ugly. And it was some but, ugly dark-skinned girls. Just yeah. Like, ugly, so, light or dark, can, not you only say, that, but this is just my ugly one more time. Please, can you say, the way you said ugly? Ugly. Me? <laughs> oh, you just ugly. <laughs> you just ugly. You just ugly. But I feel like as you kind of grow into an adult and you understand that, you know, people like you for you, the whole color thing goes out the window, except for when it doesn't. 
with certain people who choose who still choose to highlight it but dang y'all this is i'm like too i didn't know that like i see it on social media i hear other women talk about it but because i've literally never experienced it i'm like dang y'all we me and you i mean chantel's my sister y'all so our mom and like our family we're very like oh you're beautiful you're gorgeous like we compliment each other all day every day so even if you did have that doubt in yourself we overly tell you how beautiful you are to the point to where like your skin tone doesn't even matter anymore right i never even questioned or thought but about what about okay so what about like for instance for me growing up that same brother which is like my favorite brother y'all but that same brother plus my other brother was like so you light skin and pretty you gonna have to learn how to fight so we gonna teach you how to fight we gonna you gonna get out there because you're gonna come across it's gonna be a lot of battles coming your way because females gonna be jealous of you because how you look and oh, yeah. I got that. I got that a lot. My brothers literally fought me because they knew when I grew up, I was going to have to fight because I was a pretty light skinned girl. And I went I through did, that same thing. I had to throw hands, but it is looked at. And I've heard a lot of times that, oh, she a pretty girl. Oh, she light skinned. She don't know how to fight. Mm-hmm. She ain't going to get out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. So I've, I've come across that. Boop, boop. Sarah, it's crazy. You said that I had the same thing as a dark skin girl. A lot. Of, a matter of fact, a lot of people say that I'm dark skin with light skin tendencies. Because somebody said, "What the fuck that is?" Okay. I mean, you think you are that? You, now hold on now. Hold, hold on now, Shan. Sit back now. Sit back. <laughs> Sit back. That's <laughs> what so you think. Sit you back are now. That. That's okay. Like, oh, you acting light skin today? Excuse me. <laughs> What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Please yeah. explain. That's, 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 yeah, that's why. But I went through the same thing. Why I mean, yeah. I've never heard that. I only heard that, like I said, here in Texas. I was told that I asked that's like, crazy. what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Like, yeah, it, it, tell me what that means. <laughs> I don't know what it means, Kiara, but I was just agreeing with you, Sarah. Like, I went through the same thing. My brother Larry and all his friends, well, I have more brothers, but I grew up with one brother. And um, all his friends, they used to fight me and jump me all the time. Because they was like, you're going to fight. Girls going to want to fight you because you light skin and you got pretty hair. And that was the case. Huh? Did you experience girls want to fight you because you were light skin? Girl, I got jumped at a gas station. Yes. Because you was light skin. Because I was light skin by a whole bunch of dark skin girls when I was working at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Not at Wally World. At Wally World. World. Can I tell y'all something? Can y'all tell y'all? Can I? Hold on one second. This is not the first time I've heard that. So when I first, my cousin Deanna, she's originally from Michigan, but she moved here in high school. And so every time we would go somewhere, and I'm a little feisty, it is what it is. It's like, excuse my cousin, she dark skin. And I'm like, why do you keep saying that? She said, every encounter that me and my friends have had has been with a dark skin girl. So y'all automatically come in here that I'm about to fight everybody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all no. Think because I'm dark skin and I'm about to fight somebody. I've heard that multiple times. It's crazy you said that. But yes, that was the case, PR. Like, you walk into a place, all you do is see a whole bunch of dark skin girls just staring at you like, dang. Yeah. All right, here you go. Yep. <laughs> so, did you ever experience anything like that? I've... I've never like gotten jumped, thankfully, but I also like I wasn't prepared for the smoke. Like 
I I grew up with like my black side of my family, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like I'm black and <laughs> like it is what it is. I get along with everybody until I got to like I would say like it really started showing in fifth grade and uh, like middle school, high school. And so I remember like going into fifth grade and like hanging with a group of girls and then it turning into um, like they would cut my hair when I didn't know, like they would be sitting behind me and cut my hair or they would start rumors about me. And I was telling Brie the other day, like one of them uh, told the boy I was dating cause I was in fifth grade or the boy that I liked that I peed, like I peed in the bed. Like girls have never like been to my house or nothing, but like just started stuff because I was, I don't know, it felt, I felt targeted. Like I'm the only light one in the group and like they're doing all this and starting all these rumors and stuff like that. So, yeah. I, and that's what I was saying in the beginning. Like, I think it starts with like that moment and then the few, like the fire just continues to oh, spread. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, dark skinned girls don't like me. <laughs> Have you guys ever had a woman, like I heard my auntie say, I have older women say, my husband left me and he had the nerve to leave me for a light-skinned woman. He had the nerve to leave me for a white woman. He had the nerve to leave me for a dark-skinned woman. It's always the opposite of what you are. Mm-hmm. I've heard. Why, I've heard does, why does the complexion, what does the complexion mean? Why, why does it matter? For me personally, first being of married, all, um, <laughs> for me personally being married, if my husband left me for a dark skinned woman or a light skinned woman, um, I mean, I'm be mad either way because it's a woman, but the color wouldn't really die with me. Um, but on the flip side of that, so like you were saying, like a white woman, like if it was a white woman or an Asian woman or a Mexican woman, then I got questions because now I'm like, was it ever me? To begin with, because that is so far away from me. Culture-wise, yeah, culture-wise, like that's yeah, so right. far away from what I look like. Like if he left me what I for like a for, five, nine, right? Like if he left me for like a five-nine white girl, and I'm a five four eleven black girl, I got a whole lot more questions. Yeah, for sure. Me for you know, for sure. a black five-five girl, um, and because I feel like that's just more gonna poke at my insecurities of like, whoa, wait, like that's really far away. Um. From me, I would question I that too. Yeah, not if she was black, I wouldn't because, like I said, black is black to me. Right, we come in all type of shades. But if it was a white woman or a Mexican, I've, I've never like me and my kids' father. <laughs> <laughs> me and my kids' father. <laughs> We he didn't leave me, but we got separated, and he he dated someone who was not black, and I really felt some type of way about that. I did not like it, yeah, and I voiced that like, to him. Daughter of like, what are you telling her? Yeah, I voiced that. I think everybody know that. I I did not like that. I didn't like that at all. And I was very vocal about it. But I feel like, like you just said, I have black daughters. Mm-hmm. I have brown skin babies with kinky hair and. What possibly could I just? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like. So, I don't know. So it makes me wonder because we are talking about the different cultures, and it makes me wonder like, do they deal with colorism? Because they are a different shade and they are a different color. They're just not black. 
So we're talking about like Hispanics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. I've heard them talk about it. Even like, yeah, and other races with the skin tone. I don't think it's just mm-hmm. designated to black people, but I don't know. That ain't for me to worry about because, yeah. They said Asians deal with it too. Like the fairer a lot. you are, the more pasty you are, the more beautiful they are. That's why they do like the white paint, like in Mulan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's yeah. all around the board. But I think that's just the insecurity kind of like within, I think because everybody has just, just this idea of like that westernized thought that, that whiter, lighter is pretty. Like, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? White so is have, so, Okay, go ahead. Go, Crystal. So I was going to throw a curveball, but if you're going to answer, if you about to ask something off of them, go ahead. No, I was about to ask about if y'all watch Basketball Wise with OG. Oh, and Shawnee, went, I did see that. And Shawnee, she went through the whole colorism thing because she said Shawnee was targeting her because she was such a chocolate woman. And um, she was treated differently than the rest of the pack, than the rest can of the I, girls. She was never going to be a part of it. Oh, gee, for the streets. It didn't have nothing with that girl being dark-skinned. That girl came into this established group of grown fully grown women. Shawnee O'Neill is like grown, used to be married to Shaq, independent boss woman. And she came in with the mess. And I felt like her exit strategy of her um, excuse was like, oh, they treat me different because I'm dark. No, you kicked up all this mess. Dark, light, whatever. You about to yeah, say, Jennifer was dark, wasn't she? Because I can't Jennifer agree. Jennifer was chocolate. Who? Jennifer is Jennifer chocolate. Jennifer was chocolate. And, and Jennifer spoke on it too a little bit. And look but how they she, did Jennifer. Exactly. And she oh, didn't come back and well, speak on She came Jennifer back and spoke was messy. She came back and spoke that she did, messy. but it didn't bother her. They all messy for sure. <laughs> I, I, I personally, I just didn't, I couldn't get with OG. And it, it, her color didn't phase me one way or the other. Just her personality, I couldn't get with. I think but I can personality was too strong for them. Yes, but on to play devil's advocate, because I love to do that. I can see how if OG has had bad experiences with light-skinned women in the past, how she came into them the way she did. And then because she came in with an expectation and she behaved in a certain way, she got her expectation, which further pushed the fact that she's treated differently because of her skin tone. I think that's true. I definitely think she's there like yeah, I'm gonna spin off about the colorism over to like wait at my old job. There was this uh, more heavy set. She was plus size. This plus size girl, and she was very hateful towards this other girl who was very very skinny. And it was kind of just always like, damn, you really don't like her because she was was skinny. She didn't like skinny women, but it was because she had been traumatized and just you know like picked on so much about her weight for whatever experience that she had she really did not like skinny women and i think that's kind of the same thing when it comes to the whole skin tone especially if it was a bad experience that she went through it'll kind of just make you look at that whole spectrum of 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 shades like nah fuck them they don't like me i don't like them but one of the terms that was used for og is that she looked like a monkey and that is that's considered. what started it all up. Yeah, exactly. That's considered. Oh, she got strong features. When you're around, but you're around mostly lighter skin toned women, and you're called a monkey. I get it. You I know, get it. Be real. I can't she got get why. Features, but I get it. 
You know what, y'all? I am told all the time that I'm different because um, I don't know if it's just because being different or being shallow, but I don't see people as they are. Like, I don't see you for light skin. I don't see you for dark skin. I don't see you for fat. I don't see you for skinny. I just see you as a person. And a lot of people call me different for that. But a lot of things that other people see on other people, they prejudge them according to what they look like. I don't even see that shit. So when people be having conversations, I'm like, damn, that's how y'all be thinking? It's really a whole, just a whole different I, I'm really intrigued. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, earlier, um, Crystal was saying, like, when she sees other women, she calls them beautiful, right? So, I would say for me, even be, like, in the middle, Sarah used to do that, too. And, like, Sid would be like, oh, like, you cute? And for me, it's, like, uncomfortable of, like... That's the look she would give. Like, I you feel like, like it's sarcasm? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I was like, no, it's it's something in me, but it was just like I would I would look like considered like, oh, you cute, and I'm like, how can someone that looks like you think that I'm like? And it's just because of like my upbringing of like I was told that I'm not. So how are you gonna come in 27 years later and tell me that I'm something that I've already told myself that I'm? You're not. It's funny I've had. Like, I have the same train of thought. Um, just kind of like, so like you you have like this standard of beauty, right? That like um, the fair skin is supposed to be pretty and all of that. And I've always been like, like felt the opposite about myself. So I'm like, you can see all my acne. Like <laughs> if I had a darker complexion, you couldn't see that or like, um, I don't have like the kinky hair, so I can't keep my braids in for weeks. Like I got it stay in a few days if I'm lucky or, you know, just like all these, all these things that I would like bash myself about because it was glorified almost. And I, I don't know why I did that, but <laughs> um yeah, I just always felt like, like, why is this the standard of beauty? Like, I would give anything to have a darker complexion, um, and then people wouldn't, people would know I'm black, and they wouldn't be like, "What are you?" or "What are you mixed with?" You know. So, um, to piggyback off what you're saying, I feel like uh, I actually get called the opposite more from black people than I do from lighter complexions. What I mean by that is, I just can't be a black girl. I gotta be Somalian. I gotta be from some some type of, I gotta be mixed with something. I just can't be a black girl from America. I can't be an African American. I gotta be mixed with, you got Indian in you. Indian was like eight tribes ago. I got no more Indian in me. <laughs> I don't have, I don't I don't even try to hold up that standard. No, I am a black. I am a nigga. I am from America. <laughs> but I can never just be that. I have to be mixed with something because I'm pretty. I have to be mixed with something because of my personality. Because of my confidence, I have to be mixed with something. So I I understand what you're saying. I got you. I get you. Mm. So, so Crystal. Had, go ahead. Well, Crystal, ahead. she had a curveball. I want to hear her curveball. Oh, yes. So um, based off of like your childhood and your upbringing, is that also how you pick your significant others or people you want to date? Let's yeah. go. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Give them um, so it's kind of like 
it's kind of twofold for me. So, like I said, my dad is white, but he struggled with like drugs and alcoholism. And so because of the experience I had with my dad, I was like, I need the opposite of that. Right. Um, but I think I've always like, like I said, I grew up, I, like I didn't even meet my dad's side of the family until I was 18. So I grew up with like my mom's side with black people. And so I was naturally kind of attracted to, to black men because that's what I grew up with. Right. Like, I think you kind of, you're attracted to your surroundings. So I've heard like other women say like, I grew up with Hispanic people and like, I'm attracted to Hispanic men. Um, but yeah, but I was like, I like them dark, like the darker, the better. <laughs> I want, I want the opposite. Like, like how people say like, Oh, I want to marry or I want to like have kids. So my baby will have light eyes or like straighter hair. It was the opposite for me where I was just like, Nope, I want to take it back. So when I have my kids, people can't say like, <laughs> I don't know like it kind of makes me look more black um I've grown out of that like mindset like I did marry for love but I'm also attracted to I married what I was attracted to which was a darker skinned man so yeah um, I mean is that every, so she spoke for everybody or did y'all no I, oh. no, I don't really I don't have a preference I talk to Nah, yeah, but like I said, I we'll never make that same pop. I got you. I got you. No, she talked to whatever's on the melanin. The same. Oh, yeah, let me take that back. I did not that. Okay, all right. Gotcha. Um, me personally, I don't. Um, but if they black, like I don't have a preference if it's light skin, dark skin. Like to me, that don't it don't make a difference. But like oh. I said, I never really had to experience the whole colorism. And I and, and let me take that back because I probably did have some jabs come my way about my skin tone, but because that just it probably went over my head because and it mean shit to me. I didn't really dwell on it, but I grew up in I was called McKinney. So I think you know your location might play a part in it too of, of, of where you were raised. I grew up when I was in McKinney, it was real diverse. Everybody was kind of there. You was getting people from kind of everywhere, people from New Orleans. That was shortly after Katrina. So New Orleans people was coming down here real heavy. People from Houston was coming down here real heavy. Um, McKinney, not a lot of people just was born and raised in McKinney. You kind of just moved there. So it was very, it was real diverse. And what nobody shit. Actually, I was more offended by the uh, the footballers dating the white girls than I was about any skin tone with a black girl. I didn't really... So it, it doesn't affect uh, my dating options. At all. <laughs> I don't date outside oh, my race. So I don't. I don't do that at all. Um. Um. To answer your question, Crystal, in my family, and this actually answers Kiara's question too about what was I told at home. Uh, in my family, all of my uncles and my male cousins, they all married and had white or Mexican baby mamas because they did not want um, melanated children because my uncles are darker. Um, and then in my, the women in my family, they did, uh, you know, date and stick with inside their race. So for me, it was kind of like the, I can't go white or something. Cause that's for the dudes. Like only the guys in my family do that. But 
no, I can't be with someone who's heavily melanated because I'm melanated enough and it can't go too far past this. So you yeah, have to like, somebody just with just like you, basically. Right. Like that was either like a ride around. Like I was like, we can go like my shade or lighter. Um, and part of it was I didn't want, I mean, my, my uncle said some real stupid stuff to me. Now that I'm an adult, I'm like, you said that to me at six? Dude, mm-hmm. I want $500 for my therapy. You need to put in on this. Yeah. Um, but again, and like I said, it's not stuff that was maybe outright said to me, but when your uncle be like, ah, oh, yeah, I had to get me a white woman because I ain't having no full black kids and you're a full black kid, what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. Um, so I have two stories. So my best friend, um, she's a darker complexion. So she made sure that her husband was lighter. He's light skin, sandy brown hair, blue eyes. They have two children together. They both came out dark skin with her hair. So I feel like it doesn't really matter (laughs) what you're searching for or what you, you know, you end up with because it's really your genes. Who has the stronger gene that you have to look at? Um, but I, I honestly did to answer your question. Yes, when it came for me searching for my soulmate, I felt like um, I honestly felt like I was just attracted to someone that was similar to myself. You know how you just love just I don't know. Um, I wanted. Uh, all, all, growing up, goes back into growing up. My mom always said how she wished. My mom is a lighter complexion. Actually, she's not that light. She's actually around like Sarah color, Brie and Sarah color. She's in between you and Brie, Brie and Sarah. So she's lighter than me. And she will always say she wish she was my color. The things that she had to go through growing up, um, she probably wouldn't have had to experience if she was my collection. People wouldn't have picked on her. People wouldn't have, she wouldn't have had a mini fight. Actually, Sarah, the exact same thing that you said when you said your brother taught you how to fight, how to defend yourself because you knew you was going to have those issues. It's the same thing my mom said. So hearing what she had went through, it made me not want my kids to go through that. So I always wanted to be with someone that was my complexion because I knew that they were going to come, not my complexion, but yeah, I knew they were going to come out darker. And then they end up coming out my mom's complexion. So I really don't feel like it matters. Like your kids, it depends on your genetics. No matter who you get with, your kids going to come out looking like your genetics. Do y'all so, feel like y'all try to, like, do you guys that have experienced it and you have kids, do you feel like you try to like nip it in the butt when it does come to your kids so that it isn't something that is you know what I'm saying that you you project your your trauma your childhood trauma off into your kids because I know Bree you had mentioned about um trying to what did you say preserve your baby so I have I do have a story kind of similar to that I don't know when this was but my daughter Kaylee She's seven now. This might have been maybe like last summer. She said something amongst the lines of uh, basically her because she was getting dark. And she said because they had been out in the sun and she was getting darker. And she she brought up her skin tone and that she was going to get get too dark. And it kind of astonished me because I'm like, girl, what the hell do you know about? being you know saying your skin tone or being too dark and it kind of it made me feel some type of way so I kind of I probably came at her a little bit more too aggressive than I should have (laughs) 
<laughs> but that it really kind of took me for a loop and i was like no that there's no such thing to me even if you do get chocolate you know what i'm saying baby you're black it's, it's you in the sun right now you know what i'm saying you you chocolate right now but come to one time you're gonna light up but even if you do get darker there's nothing nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with that, that um to your point though shan i do find myself I do find myself doing that with my daughter, my oldest, because of what I went through. I'm like, all right, man, don't let them talk to you like that. So what, this is what you're going to do. And I'll be prepping her. Yeah. Like, if they do this to you or they act like this, you're going to get out there. You're going to show them. You're going to show them what's up. Not saying that's right, but I do find myself doing what was done to me, to my daughter. But I also do find myself, too, showing her more love and telling her how beautiful she is because I didn't get that. Um, and then Crystal, to your question, as far as dating, um, do you find yourself dating, you know, the opposite or the same or whatnot for me, um, with my brother, seeing what he went through and my brothers were older. So I got to see them through their teenager going into their twenties stage and the stuff that they dealt with. Right. So, um, our babysitter, her name was Melissa. She was, she was your skin tone said she was real bright, real pretty. But she loves some chocolate men. So that was the first time that I actually seen my brother like really happy because he here he is. He got this badass yellow bone with this long, pretty hair who wants him. And they were together for a minute. But that made seeing him go through that. I chose lighter men for one. They were handsome. But for two. I chose it because I felt like it was easier, right? It was easier to deal with a lighter complexion man. So why not date them? Um, so I never really dated darker guys until I got older, brown skinned guys. So I got older when I actually got to see them for them, um, a, a, a darker skinned man. So I'm more so at fault because I wasn't educated enough to know that Black men is just black men, period. And on top of that, what pushed me further away from a light-skinned man is my my husband, my ex-husband told me probably about a year ago, he was like, he got pulled over. And um, I was like, you good? You know, it's when everything was happening with black men and the whole nine was like, you're going to get pulled over. Don't say nothing sideways, whatever the, you know, might shoot you, whatever the case may be. And he goes to tell me, you know, I'm closer to their complexion and almost to almost white more than anything. So they weren't going to do nothing to me. And I'm like, damn, like he really yeah. thinks that and he black. The privilege. Yeah. I was like, you're really privileged. But that made me think like, OK, so you because you light skin, you feel like you can get away with anything. That's how I start looking at it. Because you feel like you almost white. You feel like you, can, you don't have to deal with the same stuff as our black kings have to deal with. So I felt some type of way about that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm the same as Sarah. <laughs> I, I think I nip all of it. Um, again, like I said, I have a sister who is very light complected who has held on to the very light complectedness and she's way younger than me. So she would say, um, tell my daughter, like, oh, you're so beautiful and you light skin. No, she's so beautiful, period. That's yeah. it. No more. Um because it does not matter. 
Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, I do not raise um, my children to see color. We do not have that colorism talks or things like that. However, she's in middle school now and she's starting to bring home those things of like, um, I just asked her straight up, like I'm noticing that all her friends are Caucasian. So I'm like, yo, where the, where the homegirls at? And she was like, well, they don't like me. They tell me I think mm-hmm. I'm all that. They tell me I think mm-hmm. I'm too good. They tell me, um, and she's smart. She's in all AP classes, which is really not where you typically see other African-American girls anyway. So she has mm-hmm. her intellectual differences. And then it's like, oh, you think you are that. You think you too good. Um, when she doesn't, she's, I mean, you guys have all met my daughter. She is very... Uh, don't really know which way is up most days. Like she's very confused by like, what does that mean? But she's having mm-hmm. those experiences um, to, I told Sid and Sid was like, don't do that to her. Um, I get her hair done often. And she had Kiara get some butterfly locks from her. So she was like, mom, like, can we make these work another couple of weeks? Can I leave these in another couple of weeks? Because they think I'm all bad and I'm always getting my hair done. Like, I want to leave my braids in longer, like the girls who are more melanated, so that I can show them, like, I leave my braids in a long time, too. Mm. But do you think... Get their hair done every two weeks, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, in in my school, we did. I I think it's just that that error. I think it might be, you know what I'm saying, probably where y'all stay at, where you... I just... Ugh, that's kind of like a sucky age. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so we actually took her um, because we do live in a more Caucasian area. But when I take mm-hmm. her to like, we've taken her to like the more ethnic parts of Fort Worth mm-hmm. um, because she wanted to run track and she quit. Them girls let her have it. Yeah. Like, take your boozy, light skin. You think you, because they were all dark. Yeah. Like, take your light, bright, fair colored, black, piss, all the things back to your side of town. So, Brianna, let me ask, do you think that was the reason? So, I remember her going through a phase that she wanted to wear her natural hair. Mm -hmm. And she didn't want her hair done. She just wanted to rock a fro. Do you think at that moment in time is when she she started to deal with okay, I want to really take on my ethnicity and my culture of being <laughs> Black. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, but what we are experiencing more now is the flip side, which is it's a crappy age. We all know middle school, high school. It's, it's just a crappy time. Um, so, yeah, she got all her melanin shirts, like uh-uh, I told don't let, don't let I last mind. week. For her birthday, she wore her shirt with the little girl blowing the bubble gum that say, like, my melanin is popping. Um, And she wore it. And so the African-American kids was like, oh, like, you might be cool. You might be down. But then she was like, when my white friends came around, I picked up my jacket. Okay, mama, go watch TV, baby. Kiara, go on mute. Go on mute, Kiara. Yeah, so she was like, but when my white when when this girl came around, I zipped up my jacket. Mm. Yeah. She said she don't want the smoke on either side. Right. <laughs> like, she was like, I was in gym, like my melanin popping, and I was in science yeah. class. She was like, hey, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I get that. I get that being lighter. Like, I'm like, dang, can I really wear like 
the melanin shirts or can I like I can't wear the shirt with the girl with the poofs because my hair don't do that or like yeah it just comes back to like I don't I don't feel black enough to to do what all the other black girls are doing <laughs> so Sid I'm paying attention to you and I see what you got on which I love but do you find yourself um rocking certain type of clothes too to try to feel more black or um I struggle with it. So we're, I work at a school, I'm a teacher. And, um, this week they're doing like a spirit week for black history month. So today was just like hip hop style tape style day or whatever. So that's where the style is. But, um, like I, I love the style and, but like I said, like I struggle with like, what can I, what can I wear and what can I not wear? Like, am I offending Stop. Am I offending darker skinned girls? Because like, like I said, like I get, what are you? Like, are you even black often? And I feel like in order to not explain myself, I just, like, I can't, I can't go all the way sometimes. And then some days I'm just like, whatever it is, what it is, I'm away. <laughs> Do y'all um, feel like those, those experience paint like are the opinions of everybody or when you do get those people that's like, I don't even see you like they like to me. See, you black guy. Like, I don't. I figured, like, maybe you would have been mixed, but it's not something, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I looked at you, I wasn't thinking, like, hmm, what is she mixed with? Because I personally know black girls, all black girls who have bone straight hair and it's long. And I also know girls, you know what I'm saying, who have curly, but that's because I understand that we can look any type of way. So, me looking at you, I'm off the rip. I'm not wondering what she mixed with. Yeah, I think it's gotten better in my adult life. Um, mm-hmm. And like now that time is progressing, it's more, we're more willing to like have these conversations and embrace each other. Um, I think it, it's definitely got better. It was, like I said, more for me, middle school, high school, where it was just like, for sure. I tried to, I tried, I had to try to figure it out. I have a question for Crystal and Sarah. I mean, Crystal and Sydney. Um, Because I feel like this is really the chance to clear this up. Like, growing up, did did y'all think y'all were all that? Did y'all feel... Like, how did y'all feel growing up? Was it like y'all was gassed by everyone else? Like, how did you feel about you before you were told what you were? (laughs) Um... Like I said, for me, it made me feel the opposite. Like, so like even dating my husband, right? So he's really chocolate. Um, It was like, I hope you're not just dating me because I'm light skinned. Like, I want you to like me for me and not because of the stereotype that everybody thinks like the light skinned girl is pretty. Um, So like I said, it was more me. Try not to own it. So I like I didn't want to be perceived as like I think I'm all that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I worked really hard to be like, no, I'm just normal. I'm just cool. Like yeah. I'm really a nice person. <laughs> but I would get like even after high school, I would get people say like, yo, you're really cool. Like after I got to know you, like but at first glance, I thought you was stuck up and like thought you was all that. And I'd be like, yo, <laughs> like we've no. never had a conversation. So go, Crystal, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I just thought I, um, you know, 
even with me being jumped and picked on, I honestly didn't care. Like, I am who I am. This is me. If you don't like it, then oh well. Like, I, I wasn't really pressed on, oh, I, ha- I wanted to be darker skin or I wanted to be lighter skin. Like, I didn't, it didn't bother me. I was friends with both sides. Um, but then also I wasn't friends with both sides because of my skin tone. So... So probably didn't play that either. So she probably was like, yeah, I don't care. But if you come for me, I'm going to whoop that tail. Basically. <laughs> I mean, because like in school, it was always be like, oh, well, I was always fighting the darker skin complected girls. Why? Because of my skin tone. Um, and because I didn't give a fuck. Like I didn't care. Like my attitude was very nonchalant. I was chill. Like, it's like I am right now. I'm real chill. Like I don't really be tripping off all that. So that will bother them. Like, you don't hear me calling you light skin. You don't hear me talking about your hair. No, because what does your words mean to me? Nothing. So and then it would be a, all right, well, meet me across the street after school. I bet. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be scared. Like, no. So, Crystal, it was, uh, yeah. hold on. What did Bree? No, Bree was saying is growing up because people were, because you are a lighter complexion, complexion. Have you ever felt that you were? Um, the shit or higher than because you were like that. No, that's what I said. I said no. Okay, what you like to say, Sarah? Because I saw your face get your your nose. No, she was just saying, (laughs) I knew she was gonna say no, but I was just thinking, you know, okay, so I was just thinking, like, the lighter skin girls wear, you know, when you used to wear the big hoops and you wanted your hair, Sid, did you ever wear your hair in cornrows? with the big hoops and automatically be looked at a certain way because you want to have cornrows in your hair because you're the light-skinned girl. And they would be like, oh, so you trying to be real black or you trying to be like you from the hood or like you ghetto, but you're not. Like, did you ever get that? Because I've, I've personally seen girls who are lighter than me go through that. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, yeah, which, which like caused the insecurity for me and that I still have now, like I said, like it it transfers over to like, can I wear this shirt? Can I, can I rock this hairstyle? And as I've gotten older, I'm just like, man, this is a protective style. I need to protect my stuff too. Like, (laughs) or I don't feel like doing it every day. Like I don't want to keep a style in for a couple weeks. Um, and I've just that's just something I've had to work through but yeah it's definitely been like you trying to be black and I'm like but I (laughs) I can say it molded me because there were certain hairstyles that I did not want to rock or I didn't think I could rock for instance for instance a lot of people have told me that I would look gorgeous with some dreads right but I was very insecure about dreads like for one I thought dreads was more so Y'all don't judge. But I thought it was more like for Africans, you know, or really, really dark people. And um, I didn't think it would look right on me. I'm like, first of all, my hair is not a made Negro like that. So <laughs> it ain't going to look right. So I, never, <laughs> so I never thought rocking dreads would be something I would ever do. Like my mentality of what I thought would never go that way and that's a to me it's not good to have like because like I want hair like this you know what I'm saying 
I want to be, I want to, I say, I want to rock my white girl. I want to be able to throw my hair up in a bun. Not saying I don't love my hair, um, but just how my hair is and the things I've grown up with and dealt with, there's certain looks that I feel most comfortable with versus, you know, other ways I see other women wear their hair. That's uh, a skin tone. My insecurities triggered, it wasn't necessarily from color. Um, to kind of go back to what you said, Brie and Kiara, what she was trying to get me to answer with Brie. Um, my my stuff came from like my forehead being too big. Or um, <laughs> when I got older, me being too big. It's never been because somebody felt funny about my skin tone. It's just always been because of features on me that I felt insecure about. Same. So to ask another question to us more melanated, have you ever felt less than or uncomfortable or anything like that around your lightly melanated friends? Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I haven't. Mm-mm. But I think <sighs> no, I've never, I've never felt that way. Um, but I'm trying. <laughs> Thing. even in school I've, I've had my share of, of lighter skin um friends i've had some mixed friends one of my closest friends in school was she was mixed um michelle michelle chantel her name sounds just fucking like um but she was mixed but she wasn't really like light skin she was more of like that orange tan kind of Kind of, yeah. Like I, I don't really know how to like explain Trump it. Like color? No. the <laughs> no. orange transfer. No, not that. Not that kind of orange. Like an Indian kind of, like a gotcha. like a pure Indian, red Indian skin tone. <laughs> My bad. So she's talking about the Dominican side. My bad, y'all. I'm not saying Indians is orange. No, 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 no. no. But she was, she wasn't like a yellow bone type of mix. She was like a a brown, topaz, nude type of mix. But even with that, I never, I don't know, I never, I never experienced that. I never felt less than. Like I said, I really didn't start hearing stuff like that until I went to college, and that was with my homegirl who was from Oakland. And I think all of that plays a part in it because even like you mentioned, Brie, with your daughter, when you took her to the hood, it was more so the girls from the hood who kind of came from her. I think me going into that environment, being around girls who was coming from South Dallas and Oak Cliff, that was her that made that comment about that girl only being cute because she was light-skinned. I was just like, shit. Yeah, I <laughs> but like, I don't, I never really paid attention to like skin tone unless it's like, shoot unless they white i've had an experience with a white a white girl in school like as far as the white boys liking me mind you like i said i grew up in mckinney so i had a couple of white guys had a crush on me and then like when it would come out in public one dude was like he he addressed me about it now that i remember it he was like he said something amongst the lines of ew why would you think i would have a crush on you dude and i feel like he said that because I was black, and then you had all of his white friends. But the way my mind set up, I was like, "Shit, fuck these white folks!" Like, I'm, it didn't make me, it didn't make me feel any type of way. But I think that kind of came from from what Crystal said, how we grew up. Like, I guess just you know having that instilled to you, you know that you're prettier, that you're beautiful. I never really questioned 
I think that definitely I, plays a part. Yeah, yeah I never questioned my skin tone. I questioned my features, like as far as if I was cute enough, but it was never, am I not cute enough because I'm chocolate? It, you know what I'm saying? Like that never, that never played a part in my mind. So I never felt less than around any of my um, lighter skin friends. Now my white friends, yeah. I wouldn't say I don't know if less than might have been the word. It could have, but not around my lighter skin friends. I have three things I want to touch on. I didn't get to say as far as like when it comes to things that we sell in our kids, that we feel like we instill it in our kids. I actually had an experience where um my daughter, she she wants she wants to be accepted. She wants friends. And because she's smart, but because she's not she always felt like she wasn't enough somewhere she didn't know where she fit in like okay i'm smart but i'm not dumb enough the, the dumb kids won't talk to me not dumb but you're giving a fan won't talk to me and then the dark skin girls won't talk to her because she was considered fair skin she didn't know where she fit right so she was in her clicker girls she loves anime she found her clicker girls that she loves they love anime together and one of the other kids and one of the groups was like yeah yeah sky you're safe because you're not dark and so when Sky came home, she was really confused. She was like, I don't know how to feel because I feel like I should stand up for my blackness. I should have said something and I froze. She didn't know she she didn't know if she was supposed to stand up and say something or if she's supposed to, you know, be quiet because she wanted to fit in. So I told her it's a way of saying something without saying anything. Go to school with your fro. Pick that mug out as much as you can so they just know what size you want. <laughs> <laughs> Pick it out as much as you can. So I figured that kind of she knew where she stood, but she just didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I moving, and she never experienced that until we moved out into the suburbs. So and then it started making me want to question myself. Like, damn, maybe we should move to Duncanville. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I thought about it. I wanted to put her in more of a black environment because I never felt like I wanted my kids to feel like they not in place. I would rather them be amongst others that are the same as them. But then I realized that I, that's kind of me not preparing her for society because she's not always going to yeah. fit in everywhere. Kiara, yeah, so um, I, I was just going to say to that point, Kiara, um, my family, I have both sides. I have both of course I'm black, but um, I have my family and Gary who's like real hood, real black about everything. Like black, black, black just, you, you're you taught your blackness, how to be strong about stuff. And then I have my mother's side who's real bougie and white acting, should I say. Like, they just, they're, they don't, my granny thought greens were spinach type shit. So for me, I was very eye line. I was very confused growing up because I'm like, all right, they say not to do this. They say, bitch, you better get out there and do that. And then this one says, no, you're not supposed to do this. Don't act like that. You know, I got that. I was very confused growing up. So as I got older, I learned to love on myself and be like, take different aspects to build me and be like, it's okay to take from both sides of it because it's a balance. But it was very hard to learn that. Uh, when I moved here, I experienced it was so hard for me during high school. I fought every year. I was getting in trouble and I'm not a bad kid at all. But it was hard for me because I was so confused of everything that was being still for me from both sides. Um, and I had to really sit back and be like, Sarah, it's OK to take both sides of everything and just be yourself because that balance and that balance is what's working for me because now I'm able to connect 
with everyone versus being one-sided on things when it comes to my blackness. So one thing I can say is it was hard growing up, but it definitely helped me as an adult understand both sides of the culture, whether you're light skin, dark skin, just being black in general. I was able to take different stuff from it. Yeah, I can. And the other thing I was going to say is I feel like society, especially when it comes to men, is the one who separates us. Because when the lipstick then, when we go out, they categorize us. Oh, you're the dark one, so you die, blah, blah, blah. Or you're the light one. Every time we go out, we are stereotyped based off okay. of our skin preferences. No matter how we carry ourselves, no matter what we do, they separate us. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or a good thing. They just said, I was just sitting here thinking about that. Like, damn, right now, to this day, with everything going around, we're still not united. We're still not one. They still separate us. Just off the skin tone. They do. Okay. But you know what's crazy? We also do it to ourselves and don't even know it. I know I do it. When we're together, I'd be like, yeah, you get every, you get every size, every shade of a black woman. You know, it's more of so boosting us as a group. But I'm also putting it out to everybody that, like, we're not all just the dark skinned girls. Or we're not all just the light skinned girls. Like, you get every shade of melanin. I was about to the, say, but I feel like you're embracing you when you say that. Yeah, that's I am. Like, like, yeah. So are you saying, Sarah, like, will the day come where it doesn't matter? Like, there's no need to embrace or uh, boost or put down. Like, it's just like we walk in as black women. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And I feel I'm like Sarah, you be attacking it before other people can. <laughs> right, and I think I think you do that too. I think we as people, as women especially, um, if you've been teased or put down about something, as adults, yeah. you know, that's my defense mechanism. Like, I'm exactly like Crystal. Like I will make a big forehead joke before you get a chance to about myself. Yeah, I do. I was going to say that. I think that's a defense mechanism for sure. Yeah. But that plays a part to like things that y'all went through when y'all were younger. Because I feel like that's where it starts, really, like within your household, especially the things that you see growing up. How can you not? You you don't have no choice but to digest that. And being a little kid, like you don't really know how to break that down. To answer my own question, um, I know even like in my friendship with Sid, I walked into it of like, she's mixed and she's light-skinned and um like when she would tell me about like her struggles I was just like are you kidding me <laughs> like I would almost dismiss them like are you like are you, you can't be for real right now like you cannot be serious and she's like no like I've always wanted Bro, and I'm like, girl, do you know how easy middle school would have been if all I had to do was add (laughs) some water and some moisturize? Like, what do you mean you wanted a fro? Like, I was sitting (laughs) in the beauty shop for six hours on a Saturday getting a relaxer, and you want to hit me with the I just wanted a fro? But through like growing and maturing, and then like, oh. Like, you do have struggles. You did have struggles on the other side. There is another side to this that even though it's not what I experienced, you feel a certain way about certain things. Um, And I make space for her there. Uh, Just like there's things that I'm like, oh, you have it easy because you're this. Like, she looks at me like, oh, you don't have to be, you know, be in your room for two hours. Like, can I wear this melanin shirt? Can I not? Can I wear this melanin shirt? Like, no one tells you. 
um, you know, that you're not black enough. And I've never been told that. I've been told that I act white or I talk white or I sound white, but no one has like made a physical complexion statement of like, you're not black enough in your, your skin tone. Mm-hmm. I used to get that um, you talk white. I used to get that all the time. You talk white? Oh, you talk like a white girl. Yeah, you talk like a little white girl. But it was never... Welcome to corporate America. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I guess... Yeah, it was never Um, more so here. So, have you ever... I've noticed... I don't know if it's just a down south thing, because I never really... Like I said, I'm just really comparing the two. But I thought it was, but... Um, hearing what you're going through, uh, Sid and Bree, and you guys were in Colorado, got a question. So I've noticed that um, I a lot of, of the lighter complected women here in Dallas um, reach out to me and connect to me more than the darker skin women. Anytime I've ever tried to build a relationship or be a part of somebody that's a darker complexion, it turns into a competition type of thing, which is very weird for me. Finn, have you ever experienced that or is just my weird ass? <laughs> me? Yes. Is that Shan? No. Well, Shan. Oh. Yeah, she's talking to you. You said, said Shane or Shan? <laughs> I think she said Shan. I've never... Well, let me just start from the beginning. I'm kind of like what, what it said. It, all of my friends that I have now, everybody tells me when they first met me, they thought when they first saw me, they thought I was mean. They thought I was a bitch. I do have a naturally resting bitch face. I cannot help it. But off the rip because I'm not really outgoing I'm very introverted a lot of times I do be in my own head so the face that people be looking it don't really be a don't fuck with me face it be a damn I'm somewhere all the way on Mars thinking about some whole completely other shit but my (laughs) demeanor is probably like because I'm absent I guess my demeanor is like very I don't really know like I'm so, I, don't, I don't know if it has anything to do with me being dark skin or I don't really know, Kiara. I just know females don't, I don't mesh with females just all around the board. I'm not really outgoing. I don't make friends that easily. Um, and, and nine times out of ten, it's because people, like even when I was in high school, my boyfriend that I was dating, his female friends would tell me like, yo girl, she look mean. Like why she don't ever talk? <laughs> I just, I don't know. But that's just me and my personality. I don't know if that's because, I wouldn't say it's because I'm, I'm a dark-skinned girl, but say, like, for you, somebody, your skin tone, said, if me and you were to be in a room for the same time, I mean, for the first time, because of how I am as a person, who's to say you probably wouldn't think that I'm looking at you or don't want to talk to you because I'm chocolate and you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that could easily be like a miscommunication type of thing, but it literally has nothing to do with our skin tone. It's just who I am. You know what I'm saying? I think it's easier to blame it on the skin tone. When people say you got that light skin syndrome or you got that that dark skin syndrome, it's something easy to blame. It might be other things Mm -hmm. that people categorize, but they automatically use the color as what it, it is it's the issue with the color it's easy to use it 
Oh, because we're more aggressive. That's that, yeah, that's that light girl. So we just gonna ignore the fact that your closure was flying back, and I ain't like that. We just ignore that. We just gonna say that because I'm like, kid, you dropped it. I guess so. I guess it is an excuse because I've never, <laughs> yeah, y'all, I've never, I've never had that. Matter of a fact. I have more when it not to get off light skin. I would say the more attractive women, they don't really flock my way. It's always the more I don't want to call nobody ugly, but I mean the difference. Women, just yeah, like they not all. I wear my camera off. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I, know, my, I, I ain't saying I'm a dime, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, but the but the really really pretty women, they don't really just like fuck with me, but. It's, I think that also has to do with my demeanor. I don't know. So what do y'all think as a solution to end colorism or will we never end it? I don't think it ever ends. I mean, it, it's going to take, I, let's say in the black community because it's everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But with us, um, it, it's got to start with conversations like this. Like us making a decision of like, as for me and my lineage, so my daughter, my granddaughter, I'm not going to teach them this. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, um, like what are really the, what's realistically the outcome of everyone not um, talking about it anymore, right? Because it's kind of like the balance of like, I'm not telling Sid not to celebrate her mixed heritage or her culture or the complexion of her skin. Um, but I'm j- we're just saying like, we're all equals in that. I mean, we've all seen how equality goes in this great country. I think uh, it stops with the cut. Co- I think it stops with our views. Right. Uh, once we start viewing people as regular people, as beautiful people, and not because of their skin tone, but being able to tell another woman that she's gorgeous will automatically take away from the color she or he right. is. Um, that, that starts with self-work, honestly, Sarah, because I can say I'm transparent on this show. I can say for me personally, uh, and I think I mentioned it early, like Kiara be like, hey, beautiful or Sarah or whatever. And to me. It's just like, it's almost uncomfortable. And it's not even a colorism thing. I just look at like, like Sarah has a way bigger butt than me. Kiara is way skinnier than me. Crystal is like way like, so I'll like look at myself in that natural comparison of like, you look like that. I look like this. Quit trying to guess me like this. Right. Um, but so, and like I said, that's self-work of like, I need to. That's right. It's self-work, but if no one is ever telling you different, right. you'll never know different. So also it comes from Dreamer. someone telling you that too and putting that in your ear because the things that we hear is what's stuck in our head. And obviously you've heard that from when you were young. The reverse. So yep, you got to hear the reverse. Mm-hmm. I agree with Bree. But you have to be willing to accept it because yeah. me, I will deflect from it and it'll almost come off, um, like Shan was saying, of like, that bitch. Like, because you will give me a, a genuine compliment and I will deflect from it, right? Or not accept it. And then you're like, well, promise you, sis, I'll never tell you you cute again with your ugly self. Um, oh, no, because I of the way like, I... Go ahead and buy me, accept. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's gonna take a I think it is it would take shadow work. A lot of a whole a lot of shadow work. 
because it is. I, I feel like regardless, even if you do tell somebody they beautiful, I mean, shit, if you got to want to receive if, it. Yeah, you have, exactly. You have to want to receive that and believe it. And even if you tell me I'm beautiful today and I walk out the house and the light skinned girl down the hall tell me that I look like a roach monkey. And now I'm back to square <laughs> one. That like your compliment didn't mean nothing. I think mm. it's so, so it so like, compliment. Whose compliment really mattered? The roach monkey. That, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Exactly. That's uh, what I'm saying. Uh, it's, it's gonna take a lot of shadow. Work. And also, like, I think a lot of takes like repetitive, right? Like you need to repeatedly be like, nah. These six chicks then told me I was pretty. I'm not your roach monkey. Um, but so I think it's whichever you hear more. Can I ask y'all something? Why we can't use the same thing that we use to say, for example, Brie, I'm going to use this for example. You are so confident when it comes confident when it comes to your mortgage. Can't nobody tell you shit about no, your loan. No, girl, I can write a loan every way from Sunday. But why can't we have that same confidence when we come Within to yourself. who we are as ourselves? Mm-hmm. That, that comes from when you wake up in the morning having those motivational sayings on your mirror to remind yourself of who you are as a person. And to answer that, Crystal, I think because in my mind, and like I said, I'm a work in progress, um, because in my mind, I don't identify with being pretty, but I do identify with being one hell of a loan officer. And it's like, I almost find my beauty there. It's a mindset. Of like, you might be cautious, but I clock six figures. So let me ask. I feel the same way, Brie, about my weight. So I understand where you're coming from completely. Yeah. (laughs) I feel you. So Um, almost like you you sub it out, right? Like you're looking, like I feel mm -hmm. my void of like, no, I'm not. If we we out, I'm not single, but let's say I was out. Like, no, I'm not the baddest chick in here. Mm, but I'm in a little bit better tax bracket, bruh. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like, I find my my confidence there. Um, but I understand what I you're saying, Kiara, of like, I need to find my my beauty in the mirror. So let me ask you this, Bree. Um, just like you said about mortgage, do you not find your beauty when you get your hair done every two weeks and you look at yourself or you go and get your makeup done? Or you find the bad clothes that you want to wear, you walk out, do you not have confidence, the same type of confidence then when you're dressing yourself up? Or um, I don't quite kind of here. That's a beautiful question. Um, <laughs> I feel like in the moment, yes. Um, when I get my hair done, I, I can say that that's beautiful without still saying that I'm beautiful, right? So I could be like, oh, my hair cute. Oh, she slayed mm-hmm. my face. Oh, that mm-hmm. outfit was cute, You're not attaching it to But you. not You're... attaching it to me. Yeah. Um, and so what I will often do is like criticize and confidence, of, of course, is like key. Um, so I will. I'll try on like eight outfits and be like, this ain't it. That ain't it. And then it's like kind of more feels of like, this is outfit number six, and it's not it. Mm-hmm. It cannot be disclosed. You know what? Question. Because we, we take in a lot of what our husbands say and what our husbands feel. When your husband compliments you, it's like, damn, you slaying that dress. Do you feel like you're telling the truth? No. I'd be like, you lying to me. <laughs> Man. It's um, funny. It's ironic that you mentioned your job because we had an episode um, 
I think it was called Who Are You Without the Doing? And it was it, it was basically a conversation surrounding that as far as people like when people go through midlife crisis and things like that, it's because they identify with their what they are, like yeah. their profession. So if you were to lose that, you know what I'm saying? Who are you? And nothing. What are Nobody. You? you love what you are. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Kiara, to answer um, my husband, I think like Sid's husband and my husband actually had an intervention with us. Like we was like, are we being attacked right now? Um, because my husband was like, I don't care about your stretch marks. Like those came from my children who are the greatest blessing you could have ever gave me. But what pisses me off, what turns me off is every time you walk past the mirror, you want to point them out like I don't see um, which Sid yeah. and I did like the negative self-talk because, and again, it's that defense mechanism of these are things that I've identified are wrong with me. So I'm going to bring them out because I don't want to give you that that ammo for you to say mm-hmm. it. And then I can't take that. I but if I say it about me and you just agree with it, that, that feels better for me than yeah. if I walk by. So if I walk by my husband, right? Um, and one thing, like I said, I'll be totally transparent with y'all. I, I tell a lot and he's just like I done seen you birth two kids like I, I I know they can't see us but I'll have on like my towel and then I do like the bra and I shimmy down my towel and then like put on my underwear and my jeans so the towel never leaves me until I'm dressed and he is just like what are you doing and I'm like I don't I don't want you to see my my the jigger jaggle or whatever and he's like that that whole what you just did was so unattractive to me i don't care about the cellulite that whole towel dance just pissed me off (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um relating definitely understand that one i do the same thing i don't like my little mommy kangaroo pouch i hate it i hate it Meanwhile, I was she very interested in the mine, and then they just move it out the way, girl. They don't care about those kangaroo pouches. <laughs> that's what they say. So that that's what that they goes say. back to. To me, that goes back to self love, um, loving yourself, and I'm definitely putting more love into yourself. One thing I can say for me is I was insecure. I I was a I was a very 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 maybe overconfident woman growing up in my 20s and then um, fortunately I went through some things in life that brought me down and not only that brought me down but I became very insecure with myself and when I was insecure it also brought me to look a certain way about myself I wasn't dressing up my hair wasn't done I looked like a bum on the street I was big like I could not stand myself I would have confidence in myself and I was very depressed but once I built that self-love again and that confidence in myself, like, shit, you can't tell me shit. I don't care how big I am. I don't care how many stretch marks I have. Like, I'm gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'll say, like, I'm not the finest thing out here walking, but you ain't going to find another one like me. Like, I, that's no, my whole thing. But that's because I put that self-confidence with them to myself. I tell myself that. Like, girl, you fine. He don't know what he's not looking at. And, and me telling me that is replaying in my mind over and over again of why, where my confidence and where I feel like I'm beautiful at. And I think that's what it takes is you to talk to yourself and know that you look good and you're better than the average Joe of what people say that you're not. 
Hey, have y'all ever felt like y'all had too much confidence? I remember one time I was looking, I had a confidence, I just knew I was cute. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna walk in here cute. I ain't even gotta do all that. I'm just gonna put this on. You know, I'm gonna be the baddest one regardless of what I put on. I go in here, I was like, damn, I should have changed. I should put a little bit more effort than you were too confident this morning. <laughs> yeah. I have, um, Never experienced that, but <laughs> I agree with a lot of what you got, what everybody is saying. I think, and I think that answers the question of like, how do we start to fix the colorism issue? I think it is a lot of like self care and self love because I think with women, a lot of our issues come from like insecurities and. Brian and I just talked about like friendships and how like it's always a competition with women and how that ruins friendships. And so I think it's it when you're insecure about things, either you bash yourself really heavily or you bash what's different about the next woman to make yourself feel better. And so I think, yeah, self-love is the key to at least start healing like this yeah, this complicated issue. Yeah. But I think having somebody on your side too helps it. Like I tell Chris all the time, girl, okay, how big you is fine. Okay. You is a fine girl. You pretty right. like show you me. You don't tell me like, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are old. Oh, we even gonna get on you. What were you saying, Sarah? <laughs> Until we overly tell you, like overly overly. Okay. okay. So I um, to agree with Sarah saying for me, and I think for people who may listen to this show, it was real easy for me to listen to a podcast or read a book about self-love. But for me, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, what is it? What does it look like? How do I know that I'm doing it? How do I know that I've achieved it? So it did take other women um, for me to be around one that genuinely had their best interests at heart. Um, to, you know, because you can't take that from everyone, especially if you have like the struggles like that city, right? And I've had, um, I can't take that from everyone, but from someone who's like really genuine, like sis, you could be a better version of you. And until you can tell you this, I'm going to tell you this, but you still need to do the work and be a better version of you. I think that's what kind of opened the door and um, just having those conversations. Like I said, like Sarah is very confident. Kiara is very confident. Crystal's very confident. Chan, I'm just meeting you on this one. Um, but I've, I've asked, I've asked Sarah, like, yo, like, te- like, what, what did you do? What did you tell yourself? I've asked Kiara, what did you do? What did you tell yourself? Because I don't know what I don't know until I know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, can I, I also want to say that you have to be, um, uh, I guess it's another thing is like letting your guard down. Like like you said, when somebody that's very close to you is telling you and you know it's coming for, from a sincere person, believe what they're saying. Right. Like, it, for instance, if your hair messed up, I'm like, mm-mm, that ain't it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hold on, let's go ahead and redo it. Like, if you know where that person is coming from, honestly, and you can have more than one person that's telling you. If more than one person is telling you, like, okay, damn, this must be true. If more than one person that genuinely has your good heart and interest of telling you that it gotta be true so you have to be then we think about it when do we become a subject how many times does somebody else have to keep telling us the same thing before we be like okay this is really it this is who i really am that's true yeah. mm, so I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, mm, 
Um, and like I said, I will say, like all of you, every, everyone on this Zoom, I've never met women like you. Um, so again, like it's dropping my own baggage of like, oh, well, Sid is not like the mixed girl that I knew in middle school. She's different. Or like, you know, Kiara is like not like the darker skinned girl I knew in high school. So like dropping what I knew, what I thought I knew, who I used to know, and just letting you be you and enter the space again and letting your guard down. Because I think a lot of times, no matter what color you are, you have had some type of experience. It might not even be about color. It might have been about weight or your forehead big or your hair nappy or whatever. Um, and so you just walk in with like, oh, she looked like that girl that told me my forehead's big. And you have to yeah. know that that's a trigger. Know that she is not her. I need to calm my mind and receive what she's saying and let her, you know, tell me what she wants to tell me and be receptive yes, of that. I think that also works just in life with, with self in general, because there's a lot of things I like. I tell my mother, mom, you live in your past so much. Mm -hmm. Like we have to learn how to come from our past and what we've dealt with when we were younger and live in the now and live in our future and live in the moment that we're building now, because that's going to continue to mold us into the person we want to be. But when you're stuck in the past, you stay there and you actually start to look like your past. You look like it. It, it shows on you. So it also depends. It, it just tell, it tells me by seeing that, like I would say to myself and not, not say anything about my mom or anything like that. But I used to tell mom like, Hey, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to end up like that. I don't want to have that mentality growing up as a young woman dealing with stuff back in my past where it's molded me to be who I am now. So I'm going to do different. I'm going to try things differently and see how that works out for me. And it actually, like, it works for me. It works. You know what I'm saying? My bad, so. I had to leave the screen because y'all talking about all this stuff and it made me think of a video that I was watching whenever I was flat ironing my hair on YouTube and it was called, can y'all hear me? Mm -hmm. Yes. It's called, your mind <laughs> is an excellent servant, but a terrible master. She go watch mm -hmm. it if you have a chance. That's but it just, it kind of made me think of, yeah. Can you put it, that it in the group chat? Yeah, I send it. Everything that y'all are talking about now, but yeah, your head, you got to get out your head because, you know, your brain is just a muscle. So like me personally, I practice, I try to practice affirmations and mantras like in front of my computer desk, in front of little sticky notes, I have things written down like I am worthy of health. I am worthy of wealth. Prosperity is drawn to me. So like when I'm having bad days or even when I'm not having bad days, I just, I have to read it. And say it to myself over and over again and like in the morning on my mirror I have different affirmations and different mantras because I have to I don't have nobody that's next to me you know what I'm saying every ounce of the day to instill that um confidence back into myself because I used to suffer with depression but and being insecure but I just kind of had to go through it and take a step back and look at life a little differently let my guard down because my guard used to be real and yeah, I just I had to face myself because I'm I'm still my own worst critic. They tell me that all the time. I'm like my worst critic, but I've gotten a lot better at it. But it it definitely takes that self work. It's gonna start within within you, and that's gonna you know portray or that's gonna dictate how you look at life and what you draw to yourself. If you're gonna have a good day or a bad day, all of that. Mm -hmm. 
Well, you guys, I can't end the show, but I am gonna have to go because yeah, I have a whole lot of taxes. It's, it's ten o'clock before I fly out in the morning. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, ladies, <laughs> thank you so much for like joining us and having this conversation with us. I think it's going to help many women. It definitely helped me to just talk through it with you guys. And yeah, we want our listeners to check y'all out. So do you want to shout out like your what social medias? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Sarah. Oh, shit, I need to come call me out. Chantel, you media. <laughs> come on, Chantel. What's the list uh, of information? I don't know what I'm talking about. They're going to be following somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and we will definitely tag all the ladies individually so, and their social media pages as well. Yes. yes. So you can follow us on Instagram at The Lipstick Den. Uh, the Lipstick Den is actually on all social media websites. So Facebook mm, is The Lipstick, Lipstick Den, Den, but we also have a group called Meet Us in the Den where we have conversations like this, but through text and through messaging. So um, you're more than welcome to join our group, uh, Meet Us in the Den, but we're also on YouTube at The Lipstick Den and every other social media website. Individually, you can reach me at um, Sarah, I am her and she is me. You can also reach me at Sarah underscore The Lipstick Den and my name is spelled Sarah, S-A-I-R-R-A-J. Um, yep, and that's me. I don't know my Instagram handle, so y'all can find me on Facebook. Um, Shan Chantel. Yeah, my Instagram handle is long. Don't worry about it. Our Instagram handle is Shan, C-H-A-N-N underscore the Lipstick Den podcast. Okay. Thank you, Kiara. (laughs) (laughs) So, Kiara, go. (laughs) Um, my social media handle is sorry, I'm interrupted. Okay, <laughs> well, Crystal, you want to go, Crystal? First? Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> mine's is Chris underscore Honeywing Glasses or Crystal underscore the Lipstick Band, and then Facebook is Crystal the Lipstick Band, I believe. Yep, PR is PR Sky underscore the Lifestyle. Um, and our Instagram is the underscore lipstick in underscore podcast. Awesome. So you can find and it. We will definitely tag all of them um, so that you can follow them, support them. We will definitely do another Simply Sit and Free Lipstick In mesh up because this was fun. I just realized yes. we've been on here for an hour and 53 minutes. <laughs> Ma'am, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the beginning was um, getting everything worked out. So the show won't be that long. And even if it is, they need it. Women need this. I think this is like the first step of being like, I need to, to work on me and do better. So thank you guys again for supporting us, for coming on, for collaborating with us. We thank appreciate you. you. Thank you. Good night, Good night, Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.